himself to look after her. As teenagers, they didn't go clubbing like their friends, preferring to stay at home, making plans and saving. The longest they spent apart was when he went to his cashier's job at the bank and she went to the nursery fifty yards down the road where she worked as a nanny. They were young lovers, desperate to be alone. So when they spotted tiny catastrophes on a zoomed-in web map of the Ionian Islands, they booked their honeymoon straight away. It was perfect, they said, secluded, unspoiled, and completely cut off from the outside world. Ingenuous and quixotic, Tim and Ellie had no way of knowing the total isolation, whilst romantic and abstract, would prove terrifying in reality. The Insurance Man and the Wife The last time Marjorie Dobson had had a holiday was on her honeymoon in Bournemouth thirty years ago. She supposed she wouldn't be having one now if she hadn't come into a little money of her own. It had been very daring of her to go ahead and book it without asking Ambrose first, and of course he had been furious when he found out, shouting a lot about how she was throwing his money down the drain because they didn't need a holiday. He might not, but she did. Marjorie had never been abroad, and it had been quite difficult finding a resort that would suit. Ambrose had a weak heart, and disliked most things associated with holidays. Tourists, children, noise, beaches, shops, foreign food, sunbathing, sightseeing. He seemed to object to anything where there was a risk of people enjoying themselves. Ambrose said, People weren't put on this earth to enjoy themselves. With the help of a very nice young man in the travel agency, she had eventually chosen Catastrophus. It was unbelievably quiet, he assured her. No nightclubs or tourist attractions. No tourists come to that. Just the occasional independent traveller. On Catastrophus, Ambrose could be as difficult as he liked without offending anyone. Of course, she could always go on her own, but that wouldn't suit her purpose, which was to celebrate their thirtieth wedding anniversary. Of course it was. The Professor and the Playgirl Professor Cuthbert de Launcy Gordon, respected botanist and author of several books on the subject, was feeling a tad miffed. Things had not been going according to plan of late, and, as always, tempus fugit. He opened his sample case and began to pack the equipment he would need for the trip to Catastrophus. Wonderful little island, the most amazing flora in the world. There were plants growing in the olive groves that nobody but he had ever seen, and soon his research and his remarkable discoveries would make him world-famous. He had been visiting Catastrophus to study the plants for some years, but this next trip was to be the most important. So much depended on it. On this occasion he had persuaded his beautiful young American wife Diana to accompany him. She was never keen, finding his remote little paradise too dull for her exuberant cosmopolitan lifestyle, and to be fair, he neglected her shamefully once his passion for plants took hold. This time, however, 
he proposed to pay her much more attention. The Plumber Sidney Foskett leapt to his feet and yelled, Up the Gunners! along with 50,000 other fans. His beloved Arsenal had scored their first goal of the season. Cheering himself hoarse down the home supporters' end, he realised he would miss their next match, because he'd be on holiday. It had been a busy year for plumbers, burst pipes all winter, blocked drains and floods most of the summer, and people wanting new luxury bathrooms all the year round. Good for business, but come August, he was knackered. All the same, he had been in two minds about a Greek island. Greece was full of crumbling old ruins, and as far as Sid was concerned, where do you've seen one pile of bricks? But his favourite hotel in Benidorm was full up, and he'd left it too late to book anywhere decent in Majorca. So...